everybody. It's the best show. Ah, my name's Tom. Tom Sharpling, host of the best show. Here with you for another exciting episode. Well, how about that? We've got so much planned for you. Can these come down? Oh, yeah. For the time being? Yeah. They're going to. They scare me. Do they need to be lit still? Like that? Let's just leave them lit. We'll have a little fun with it, right? We'll, we'll play around. Okay, well, if it mutes them, then let's leave them muted. That was a little, uh, little cameo from Dudio. Uh, very exciting. We're setting all sorts of things up because we have live in the studio later in the show. Some rock music from Sunshine and the Rain, one of my favorite bands. They're going to be playing live. The topic tonight is what now? It's called Not in This Lifetime, The Things You'll Never, Ever, Ever Get To in This Lifetime. Oh, I've got so many. Because you know, guys, when it comes down to it, I gave my best, right? But I guess my best wasn't good enough. But that old clock on the wall tells me one thing. It is time for a special summer edition of... That's right. At Best Show. The Best Show. Hashtag program. Where you call up. And you play in our hashtag games. A hashtag tonight. Superhero animals. 201-332-3484 at Best Show. What's a superhero animal? Come on, Pat. You're a funny guy. You got nothing, Pat. You're out. That's right. You're flush. What's that, Mike? What? This guy, I'm throwing him out of here. I can't understand him. He's got a mouthful of the, the, the free candy already. Came for the candy. Oh, you're doing a show here tonight, too? His, his free candy radar went off. At best show. Nope, of course not. Why would it? At best show. Supermanatee. Supermanatee. That's a good one. Great job. That's what I'm talking about. Supermanatee. The hashtag superhero animals. At best show. The best show. Hashtag game. Program. 201-3323484. Superhero animals. Let's get it going. Come on. Dudio, anything? What? Wolverine. That's... Wolverine is an animal. That's it. Take these guys to the... There's got to be some sort of loading dock in Bayonne. Put them in one of those loading crates. At Best Show, what do you got? Hey, I have an animal. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, Wonder Worman. Wonder Worman. Good stuff. 
Great. At Best Show, what do you got? Uh, Deadpool, but a dog. Deadpool, but a dog. You know what? That sucks. You're out of here. At Best Show, what do you got? Batman. Batman. No, it's not literally, you dunce. At Best Show, what do you got? Superhero animals. Let's hear it. Elephant Man. Elephant Man. I'll take it. At Best Show, what do you got? Bat Gorilla. Bat Girl Illa. Bat Gorilla. You know what? I'll take it. You did it. At Best Show, Superhero Animals, what do you got? Green Lamprey. Green Lamprey. Great job. At Best Show, what do you got? Superhero Animals, bring it. The Iron Fish. The Iron Fish. I like it. At Best Show, what do you got? Hello? Hello, yes. Mike? No, it's not Mike. It's Tom. What do you got, son? Oh, uh, somebody already said Wolverine? Somebody did already say Wolverine, and you know what? Somebody already said it, and you know what happened to them? You hung up on them. No, I didn't. You did? You did? Got flushed. Sorry, kid. Get used to it. It's your high school experience in one sound effect. At Best Show, what do you got? Martian Mandrill Hunter. Martian Mandrill Hunter. Little wordy, but I'm going to give it to you. At Best Show, let's bring it. 201-332-348 for the hashtag Superhero Animals. Got two more minutes of this nonsense. Then the actual good show starts. At Best Show, what do you got? Captain Amir Cat, uh... Captain Amir Cat, uh, you know what? You did it. Great job. At Best Show, what do you got? No? At Best Show, bring it. Uh, Harvey and Pete Armadillo. Say it again. Harvey and Pete Armadillo. You know Harvey Pete is not a superhero, but I'm going to allow it. Everybody out of the channel! Everybody out of the channel! At Best Show, bring it. What do you got? Gene Greyhound. Gene Greyhound, that's a good one. At Best Show, bring it. Hello? Hello. Hey, Thomas H-Man. Hey, H-Man, you got something for At Best Show, Superhero Animals? I do. Uh, Moon Nightingale. Say it again. Moon Nightingale. Moon Nightingale. Good job. Everybody out of the channel. Everybody out of the channel. What do you got, Dudia? Swan Thing. Swan Thing. Very good. You get a thumbs up on that one. Best Show, bring it. The Incredible Hawk. The Incredible Hawk. You do, you did it. You done did it. At Best Show, what do you got? Alpaca Lip. Alpaca Lips. Well, super villain animals, but I'm going to allow it. At Best Show, bring it. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan Eater. Explain that one, please. Dr. Manhattan is an anteater. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan Eater. Dr. Manhattan Eater? You did it. I, I don't know. At Best Show, what do you got? Jess McCaw Jones. What? Jess McCaw Jones. Jess McCaw Jones. Okay, I didn't know she had superpowers, but she is a superhero. 
you're right, I'm wrong, you pass the test. Everybody out of the tunnel! Everybody out of the You get both. At best show, final one. What do you got? Magnetoed. Magnetoed. I love it. Great job. Best show can begin in five, four, three, two, one. Commence liftoff. Best show underway. Here we go. And hit the post in four, three, two, one. underway how about that how's everybody doing tonight out there in best show land are you having a grand evening are you finding yourself content on this 
nice night here in New Jersey. Hmm. That stopped playing. Hmm. Very interesting. Maybe this will get it to start playing again. There it is. Yes. So, we have an exciting program for you tonight. Later in the show, live music from Sunshine and the Rain. We rocking out in the best show studio. Hot live music. And we're going to the topic for tonight, not in this lifetime. Anything, and that's the hashtag also. So anything that comes to mind where it's like you'll never get to in this lifetime, you're kind of conceding it. Maybe a dream you had or a thorough notion. Anything big, little, doesn't matter. You call 201-332-3484. And you get in on the action with that. And... Tonight also features the exciting debut of a, of, a, of a segment that I call True TV Bingo. Now, what is True TV Bingo? Well, wrap your head around this, my friends. We all know the True TV lineup, of course, right? So here's what we're going to do. True TV, it's uh, so many people on uh, True TV. You have your uh, Impractical Jokers and your... Your uh, Hack My Life, your Carbonaro Effect, your Billy on the Street, your Those Who Can't. It's pretty much the best network going. At least it's the network I watch all the time. So here's what we're going to do. Here's how True TV Bingo works. Between now and, and uh, the end of the show, anyone who is an on-air True TV personality who calls in and you can contact the show via Twitter, and we will give you the information. Me up. Oh, the speakers. You want more? How's that? Is that enough? You want more? More. How's that? Good. All right. I tell you, this mic is never happy. We got these masses shirts for him. He's got all the shirts are back in stock. So worry, worry not. The sh- the orders are gonna, are getting filled. And you go over to apmike.bandcamp.com if you want to order a masses shirt. They're really nice shirts. But I had to carry all these boxes in. He stood there and watched me carry them. And he's complaining that his ri- he hurt his wrist. He said he hurt his wrist playing Frogger. He said he was in a Frogger tournament. Frogger tournament? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the Billy Mitchell of Frogger. That's the guy from King of Kong with the hot sauce. So get ready for AP Mike hot sauce next, I guess. I guess that'll be the next thing. He'll be working in a, it'll be basically just be ketchup and pepper. It'll be, it'll be like a Hunt's, Hunt's ketchup. 
He'll just slap a label on it. AP Mike's hot sauce. You peel it back. Hunts. Not even for sale, like commercial, like restaurant, the ones they sell to restaurants. But if you saw Hunt's on the table at a restaurant, wouldn't you leave Hunt's ketchup? Wouldn't you be like, I don't know. Not sure about Hunt's as the, the, the go-to table ketchup. So how does True TV bingo work? If you are, if, and if you know or are an on-air personality for, for uh, True TV, what do you do? Contact the show either on Twitter at uh, uh, Best Show Number Four Life or me at Sharpling. Then, if we get you on the air, I will. I have. Uh, I'm going to write these post-its. I was going to do envelopes, but I'll do post-its because I didn't get a chance. Where are my post-its? Oh, I think one of the creeps in, uh, never mind, in the band stole it. They're not creeps. They're all right. I think he walked out with my post-its, though. First of all, I'm making it sound like it's uh, like it's uh, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's two people. I got these back from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, thank you. Dudia went through their gym bag and found... So here's what I'm writing. The number one, one dollar. The number five, five dollars. The number ten... The number 25, the number 50, the number 100, the number 150, the number 200, and the number 250. Now I will draw randomly. These are dollar amounts. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I will draw randomly if any true TV personality calls the show between now and midnight. Uh, that is the amount I will be donating to a charity. So, I will donate that amount. We'll figure out the charity. It's not going to be one of these uh, shaky, studio based charities. The duty of, I don't want to donate to the Sarsaparilla, the gorilla. He'll let him, he has his way. Be like, hire Sarsaparilla, the gorilla, to play his, uh, Dudio's birthday party. You know, in the crops, you just gotta like rotate the crop. I think it's just, look. It's not even uh, the three of them separately. I think it's just the collective. I think it's just, I think I gotta bounce one of them to scare the other two. It's probably what it comes down to, right? I'll bounce one, scare the other two. That's how you do it. That's what that dude who ran Friends suggested. No, the good dude who ran Law and Order suggested that, like, they bounce when he heard about the Friends contract negotiations. He was like, well, for Dick Wolf. If I was running, that's actually a good superhero animal name. If I was running, friends, I would have fired one of them and scared the other five into line. Can you imagine that? Who are you going to fire from that? 
What friend are you going to fire? Joey? Ross? The three ladies are untouchable. You're not firing one of the three ladies. It'd have to be one of those dudes would have to be cannon fodder. Well, music-wise, what did we hear tonight? We heard... So, John Spencer Blues Explosion. That's right. From the Extra With album. We heard Backslider. That's on Mom and Pop Records. Reissued by Mom and Pop Records. Beautiful reissues of all the... uh, Blues Explosion Records. Check it out. Classics. Waiting for you. Loaded with bonus tracks. Can't go wrong. And starting us off. Sweet Spirit. Sweet Spirit features uh, two members of a giant dog. Andrew and Sabrina. The name of the album is Kokomo. C-O-K-O-M-O and it's got a reflective cover because I think you're supposed to do cocaine off of it. Get it? It's a real party album if you know what I mean, right? Or not. Or you can just listen to it. It's on Nine Mile Records. What a great album. They have two bands. Can you believe it? Two great bands. A Giant Dog and and Sweet Spirit. They're going to be coming through in July. I think they might come by here. Wouldn't that be something? What if they came by here? We heard Rebel Rebel from Kokomo. The name of the album by Sweet Spirit. Can't go wrong. So again, True TV Bingo. If you know or are a True TV on-air personality... Now's the time. You reach out. You contact the best show. You say, I'll come on and say hi for two minutes. Then you, uh, then we reach and we draw a, a number and see how much I have to donate. I want to tell you, my friends listening to the show, and thank you for listening. You know I uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. We're doing this on our own, independent style. So thank you for being along for the ride on The Best Show. Tonight's episode of The Best Show is brought to you by Blue Apron. What is Blue Apron? Now look at this. You like good food. You want things with quality ingredients. You're talking about uh, meals at home. You go to a restaurant. It's so expensive, right? So expensive. Or it's either expensive or the food is terrible. You try. I try to make stuff at home. I don't know what I'm doing. I wouldn't know where to begin with it. So that's why you got Blue Apron. Blue Apron puts the whole deal together and brings it right to your door. They put all the ingredients together, high-quality stuff, uh, 
we got uh, family-run farms, fisheries, ranchers, artisanal suppliers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is there bringing you the best ingredients. Basically, a box shows up, and it's got uh, three meals in it for the week, and everything is fresh and packed uh, to, 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 to ship there with... Uh, with the pre-portioned ingredient, the ingredient cards that show you how to do everything step by step with the recipes. You can make the meals in like 40 minutes or so. You can customize your recipes each week based on preferences. You eat meat, you don't eat meat, fish, vegetarian, you tell them and that's what, that's what comes to your door and there's no weekly commitment. You only get the deliveries when you want them. And he, I'm telling you, I've eaten this stuff uh, over the last few weeks. This Blue Apron is so good. This is like the... So good. Some of the upcoming meals for the month of July. Creamy shrimp fettuccine with sautéed green beans and spinach. Spice steak and tomato avocado salad with creamy cone cabbage and red onion slaw and sweet chili chicken with Tinkerbell peppers, green beans, and jasmine rice. And you fit the thing to your culinary and dietary preferences. It's all top-notch. You make food at home. You feel like a, like a winner making your own food. So this is what you do. You're going to love how good it tastes and feels to make this food at home. And then you learn how to cook, too. You learn more about cooking. You get better at cooking. You're making your own stuff. You go over to blueapron.com slash best show. Blueapron.com slash B-E-S-T-S-H-O-W. And you check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping. Blueapron.com slash best show. Blue Apron, a better way to cook, or Blue Apron, make some food at home, bruh. Who's good here, Mike? One? Best show. Hello? Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? It's Kat from Raleigh, and I'm honored to be the first caller tonight. Welcome to the final best show of June 2016, Kat. Mm-hmm. How are you tonight? I'm fine. I'm cooking dinner. kind of late, but I ate a big breakfast. Well, it's dinner time. What are you making? Uh, spinach crepes. Mmm. Maybe you stick some in an envelope, mail it up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, if you ever come to North Carolina, I'll cook for you. I don't know how well would do in the mail. Yeah, I'm gonna say don't. Please don't mail it to me. That's because <laughs> you get the blue apron stuff. They put it in a thing packed with uh, it's with ice and things, and it's it's shipped. If you stick it in a Manila envelope, I don't know if I'd want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, Cat? Well, I mean, I've been in my new apartment for about a month. And I really like it. Mm. For the last time I called, I was just about to move. That's right. You were about to move. Now you've moved. You've settled in in the triangle. Mm-hmm. Best and worst things about Raleigh. Well, the worst 
thing in our horrible, horrible state government that is syncing up everything. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I know about um, that. What's the best thing, though? Give give something nice about Raleigh. Everybody knows the uh, the all the other stuff. The, all the, well, the, okay, people here, like, they are aware that McCrory and his cronies are awful. They're actually, most people are actually really friendly. There's more diversity here than you'd think. There's a lot of good food for not very expensive. I just think it's like an underrated area of the country. Raleigh. It's, the, it's, it's Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. For people who don't know, that's the triangle. What's your favorite place to eat in Raleigh? Oh, my. Um, that's a tough one. But I think my favorite one is uh, it's this uh, place that has, like, these, uh, like, they're called arepas. They're Venezuelan food. It's sort of like a, a pita, but it's Latin American. And it's like cornbread, and you fill it with all sorts mm. of good stuff. It's amazing. Mm, I'm so hungry now. All I've got yeah. here are Cheez-Its. <laughs> I don't want to eat Cheez-Its for dinner. <laughs> Mike. Well, why don't you make me something? Why don't you cook? Put it... Yeah, fix me a nice plate, Mike. I'm not eating it. Whatever he makes, I'm not eating, Cat. telling you right now. <laughs> but you wouldn't want to eat while you're on the air anyway. You'd make gross it, chewing Yeah, noises. it's bad broadcasting. I don't do that. I agree. Well, Cat, the phone lines are ready to explode. I'm oh, glad you're settled. Topic, though. Oh, you have Okay, all right. What do you have for the Sorry. topic? Welcome to well, the topic. Not in this lifetime. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't well, smell, them. smell them. Yeah, I mean, my first instinct was to say something really depressing, like the fall of global capitalism. But one thing that I've conceded that makes me very sad is an adequate nationwide high-speed train system. That you will not see coast-to-coast, high-speed trains anytime soon. Yeah, and it makes me very sad because I wish that at least they'd swing the Estella down all the way to the East Coast, but the freight trains have monopolies on the rail lines, so that's mm-hmm. not coming to the South. No, it's hard. You think, you'd think that would be sorted out by now, but it ain't. It ain't. And, but, like, the times I've been in Europe, it's like, dang it, I want your train! Yeah, well, you know what you got to do? You can do it here. You just got to uh, put some 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 sneakers. Oh, Mike is actually bringing me a plate. Oh, no. What is that? It's, it's Cheez-Its. It's Cheez-Its and chocolate. But, but check out the artistic arrangement. Do you see what I see? Do I see what you see? That, you might not want to ask that question because I, I, I think I see you doing the final 
two hours and 15 minutes of your run on the best show. That's what I see when I look at that plate. I see your final, I see your final broadcast. It's artistically arranged. It's like a, get out of here. He he puts, and he leaves it here. It's abstract. It's abstract. Get, seriously, get this out of here. Get this. I'm bouncing you. You're on, you're, go sit in the car. Go sit in the car, Mike. <laughs> yeah, with with all your shirts, all your precious masses shirts. Yeah, well, you got to put on some sneakers and then just uh, you, you got to jump on the trains. That's what I would recommend. Like a hobo? Sure. I don't know if hobo is uh, is exactly uh, t- t- today's kind of terminology for that, but uh, I guess yeah, I it is. Like I- like a train. I mean, I guess I felt kind of weird saying it, but I guess I don't know any other type it's of people right. who it's just like, like jump on trains yeah. and travel around. I guess it's like a, it's like a, yeah, America's new cowboys. Hmm. I might do it. You know what? I mean, I'll go get myself a bindle, right? Put the <laughs> thing that Mike wrapped up. That Mike put that thing there. I'll wrap it up in the bindle. Get a stick. Start jumping on the trains, <laughs> coast to coast, and I'll show you how it's done, cat. <laughs> well, hopefully, look, hopefully in our lifetime we see some nice uh, high-speed trains. That would be a nice change. I agree. Yeah, because even though I have a car now, I hate car culture so much, and I prefer trains. Eh, I like cars too. I like them all. Hmm. Planes, trains, and automobiles. That's what I says. Hmm. All right, cat. I'm going to go back to these phones because I got to make because we got the sunshine and the rain coming into play shortly. I got to take these okay. calls before that. Get ready okay, for that. Okay, no problem. All right, I'll yeah. talk to you soon. Okay. Have a grand yeah. evening. You too. Enjoy Bye. that crepe or whatever you were making. Oh, definitely I will. They're about to have them, right? All right. Okay, bye. All right. Best show. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is uh, Nolan in Arizona. Nolan in Arizona. What's up, Nolan? Oh, not not too much. I just got off work. I got off early so I could listen live. Welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, I had a I had a question. I, well, I went for the topic, but I had a question for you too. I would like um, to hear your question first. I was wondering if you uh, if you would watch that documentary now series on IFC. I have not seen it yet. I, I uh, it's not for any reason other than there's eight hundred shows to watch. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to recommend, they had a pretty good, uh, parody of that, uh, the Eagles documentary. Yeah. No, I know all I about you'd it. I like it. I know all okay, yeah. about it, buddy. Just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It's only 24 yeah. hours in a day. I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I'm trying. Fine. I'll watch it at four in the morning. Does that make you happy? And you'll shut up for once in your life? Fine, Nolan. Nolan? I slept yeah. 35 minutes, but I watched the TV you told me to watch. No, I'm, I'm going to watch sorry, it. Tom. No, I appreciate okay. it. What do you got for the topic? Well, the topic, I don't think you're going to find a, a better podcast in this lifetime than the best show. No, well, that's sweet of you to say. Uh, I, I'd be I surprised. Mean, not nuts about you calling it a podcast. It's kind of like a live radio show that is podcast the next day. Well, yeah. I mean, well, podcast, you call it a podcast. It's a little, it's a little, uh, like anybody can do a podcast. I think it took, it took me a year to build this studio for a podcast. I could have gone to Guitar Center 
been doing the best show uh, in late December of uh, 2013. We would have been back. We would have gone there. Okay. Now, took a year to put this thing together. Well, I don't think you're going to find a better radio show either. But I don't, oh, thank I, you. I can't listen to the radio show. I appreciate it, Nolan. You're listening right now, aren't you? I am. Well, I have the internet now, so I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Nolan, I thank you so much, and you have a grand evening. Hey, you. So the other night, well, let me tell you a couple things. I did a few podcasts over the last few weeks. First thing I did was uh, a Hollywood handbook, which is a show that I'm, uh, I've done a, a couple times at this point now. It's, uh, it, there's a fun, uh, new episode of that up today with me and, and Hayes at Davenport and Sean Clements, who was here, uh, last week. Uh, Hayes was here last week with Sharon Horgan, who's also on this episode, who was also here last week. That's fun. And that's up. I did a, a podcast called Cry Babies, which is hosted by Sarah Thayer and Susan Orlean. And on that, you talk about things that make you cry in, in like pop culture and, and the arts. And I did this show. I talked about the things that make, that make me cry. And all I've gotten is grief for my list. All I've gotten is grief. That makes you cry? Yeah, sorry. We're supposed to put down the the, the, the the steel magnolias. Doesn't do it. I, it. That's not what hits me. Telling you what honestly makes me cry. It's a sick world, man, where people second guess what makes you cry. It's sick. You're supposed to watch uh, uh, the. That Deborah Winger movie? What was that thing again? Urban Cowboy? I don't know. Which one is it? What's the one with uh, Jack Nicholas and Shirley MacLaine? What? An officer and a gentleman? No, it's not that one. That's Louis Gossett Jr. It's Terms of Endearment. I'm supposed to watch, am I supposed to cry? Look, that would make me cry probably too, but I listen to the things that I know. Oh boy, you can't win in this life, man. You can't win. Dad makes you cry? Sorry. Sorry, you're right. No, I'll stop. I'll punch myself in the face if I start to get emotional with the things that get to me. That make you happy? What's that? Who'd we get? Studio saying we got someone from True TV. I'll believe it when they call. You give them the hotline. And the other podcast I did was, uh, well, not a podcast. I did this show live, Ron and Beverly, which is, uh, okay, it looks like we have someone from Those Who Can't, some scripted uh, content for, for uh, True TV. So I did this thing, Ron, the show Ron and Beverly. And Ron and Beverly is this long-running show. It's a podcast, and they do live shows. I'm going to tell you this. That is one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed is uh, the, 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 the two women who do uh, Ron and Beverly. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And 
how they are not getting uh, the, the, the that should be the biggest thing ever. It was the, it's it, it's unbelievable how funny it is, and they are. And I guess that'll go up as a podcast at some point. I guess that was at the Bell House, a live show at the Bell House, and they kept asking me about who my wackiest cousin is, which I don't even know what that's. The answer you're supposed to give to that. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Hi. Uh, uh, it's Josh from uh, Boston. Josh from Boston. What's up, Josh? Uh, not much. Um, just kind of wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, music, I guess. All right, let's talk about music, Josh. What do you want to talk yeah. about? Jonathan well, Richmond? You know- Oh, I love him. Yeah, I saw him pretty recently, actually. How was he? In uh, Somerville. Oh, he was great. What songs he, does he, he do a, now? Ah, uh, so many. It's hard to remember. He he just the show has like a really loose feel. He just goes like right into from one song right into another. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did he do? I'm straight. No, he didn't do any. Um, I would have no walked out. Lover's yeah, I walk out then. Oh no, but his his solo songs are great though. <laughs> I want to see those Modern Lovers songs. It's one of the ten best albums ever recorded. Oh yeah, well I mean I love that album, but I do love his solo songs too. I'd walk out. I'd be screaming huh. for a refund. Oh man, he would have to do five songs from that album for me to be happy. Oh, he'd have to do when you get out. Of the hospital. Right? Yeah, I mean... You'd have to do that. You'd have to do, well, I got a lot, a lot, a lot of things to do. All right. At the government center. Right? He'd have to do that. He'd have to do... Like, and I saw you... With Hippie Johnny. Right? You'd have to do that. I'm straight. And I want to... Pablo Take Picasso? his place. Now, he wouldn't have to do Pablo Picasso. No, oh. <laughs> but he would. But what, what's he doing up there? Is he doing those kids songs still? Right, Goo Goo uh, Gaga. What's he doing? Go see him. What's he doing? The Ring Around the Rosie. <laughs> no, not really kids songs. Uh. I don't know, man. I want to see those modern lover songs. He doing something about Mary songs? I don't want that either. He did actually. He did play that one from something about Mary. Okay. Uh, like, well, that would be what. I, that's the one when I call. Watch <laughs> me get my money back. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Uh, uh, what? What did you actually want to talk about music-wise? Well, you know, I heard you mention. I think it was a couple months ago. You mentioned uh, she Green. cracked. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. I got carried you away. A, you a fan of Colleen Green? I like Colleen Green, yes. Yeah, she's also formerly, like, she used to, she got, kind of got her start in Boston. Mm-hmm. I used to see her play here. Oh, yeah, I'm I in love with the old great. world! Right? <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Colleen Green a lot. I like that, I think that record's fantastic. That, that yeah. one. Came out on cool. Hardly Art Records! Yeah, yeah. I cool, see. like, surf rock sound, kind of. Mm. That's great. I love it. Yeah. 
hundred percent. We're on the same page, except when it comes to Jonathan Richmond. I <laughs> like the Modern Lovers. You don't. Uh, no, I love the Modern Lovers. <laughs> well, we gotta. Uh, we'll agree to disagree. All right. Thanks for the call, buddy. Best show. Is this Tom? Yeah, it is. Hey, Tom, this is Andrew from Kennett, PA. Andrew from Kennett, PA. What's going on in Kennett, PA tonight? Not too much. I wanted to see if you saw this new uh, Papa John's commercial for Ghostbusters. No, I didn't. Don't tell uh, me. Oh, no. Papa John is a woman now. No, no, no. The Papa, Papa John, John commercial. Papa John is now a woman in the commercials. Was it Papa Jane? I got to no, see. Pop- but it wasn't good enough for Papa John. They got to reboot the Papa John now. Right? <laughs> Papa Enough! Delivery man. Delivery man. He's a delivery man. And Slimer is the uh, best customer. You got to YouTube this. First of all, I don't got to do anything. Uh, but I, think I will. You'd like it. Oh, you know what? You You're will. probably right, actually. I think you'd love this. This pop- look. I put a call out. First of all, I put a call out for Papa John. Anybody who worked on a Papa John's commercial to call up anonymously and tell me what happened on it, what it was <laughs> like to watch him act. I have not heard a peep. There was one person who reached out, and then I did. We lost touch with him. I want to know about. Le- legitimate acting he actually acted i mean there is a slimer attacks him Mm -hmm. in the commercial and he shrieks in horror all right it's creepy you're sure that you're sure that i'm gonna like this oh i am guaranteed i've been listening to this show for years it's the first time i got the courage to call i guarantee you you will like it do you think it's necessarily a good uh, thing to, like, advertise for pizza is, like, a thing that barfs green goo all over the place? <laughs> That's the first thing well, you I, think about? Actually, it's a, an improvement for Papa John's pizza. <laughs> Oddly enough, when the VO comes in, they talk about how not only is it it's mm-hmm. two layers of it's pepperoni, mm-hmm. and uh, then on top of the pepperoni is deli pepperoni. Are so you sure they're not doing sort of- you sure they're not doing something? With, they're, they're probably because when you eat Papa John's, you you barf, right? You generally throw <laughs> right. up like Slimer, sliming everybody. Is that just like a loophole? They're just like, yeah, you ordered a Slimer pie. Yeah, you you didn't throw up. You did us. You, you, know, you pulled a Slimer. Yeah, no, that's what we wanted pie. to happen. You did a that's Slimer. What are you talking? <laughs> Get off my phone. Best show. Wait, is that oh, what I hi. sound like? Oh, God. Oh, hi, Tom. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. I just had to mute you. Who, who, to whom am I speaking? This is Jesse in Jersey City. Jesse in Jersey City. How's it going tonight, Jesse? That's pretty all right. In America's Silver Door. Is that what they call Jersey City? Well, that's what I'll start calling it. I like that. Isn't that what it is? There's a sign outside the Holland Tunnel that says America's Silver Door. I mean, I admittedly, it's spray painted. It's, it's spray painted on the wall of uh, the, a liquor store. So, what can I do for you, Jesse? Oh, it's calling because I had one for the topic. Ah, let's hear it. 
Uh, well, I was thinking probably in my life I'll never see uh, Edward Snowden come back to the United States. Probably, yeah. A lot of heavy, heavy ones with this. The global economy collapsing. Uh, no, no high speed trains. Uh, uh, the, the, you, Edward Snowden. I thought we were going to do ones like, well, I guess I'll never uh, ski. But everybody to each his own. So Edward Snow, you don't think he's coming back? Because I think he's coming back. Well, that'd be great. I mean, I, I'd be in favor of it. I just uh, don't think things are heading in that direction. What if he was in a movie? What if he came back to star in a movie? You think he'd do it? You think he'd roll the dice? If he could play like a superhero under under a mask the whole time in the U.S.? What do you think about that? Uh, Or or a villain. Mm, Maybe we're not sure if he's a hero or a villain. You call him the snowman, right? Who is the snowman? And we don't know that it's him until the final scene and they shoot it in international waters when he takes the mask off. This is, uh, sounds good. It does sound good. Thanks for the call, Jesse. So last uh, weekend, I went to go see Dolly Parton live in concert at the PNC Bank Center, which is in New Jersey. It used to be known as the Garden State Art Center, a place where I've seen so many great shows like the Beach Boys. Then there was that time I saw the Beach Boys there. Then if I remember, uh, I think I was in high school, I saw the Beach Boys there. I think the Beach Boys might live there. I think Bruce Johnston might live at the PNC Bank Center. It's like an outdoor uh, place that's over, you know, you know those places. All the the things in the summer play. Jimmy Buffett, I'm sure, is coming through. Uh, I think Hart are coming through. So many, uh, so many uh, acts come through. And, uh... Brendan Walsh from Almost Genius is on... So, Brendan, I'm being told one of the True TV uh, celebrities is on. Well, as soon as I'm done talking about Dolly Parton, I'm going to check in with Brendan Walsh. As we play True TV Bingo! So, I go to this show, and it's so good. It was so good. It's Dolly Parton. She's like a legend, right? She's 70 years old. She's up there. It's unbelievable. I'm already falling apart. I'm only 68. The wheels are coming off. She's two years older than me, Dolly. I'm going to say this. First of all, it was the weirdest show I ever saw in my life. Bar none. She comes out. It's like the Pure and Simple Tour, something like that. These are some of the things that happened during this Dolly Parton show. She uh, told a whole lot of stories. She uh, did a she did a medley of songs. At one point, she did "Blowing in the Wind" and then slid into "Dust in the Wind" in it. So, Bob Dylan and Kansas were united finally. 
she uh, sang some songs with her with her backing band, and then they did this one acapella song, and then they're just and then she's like, "Now what if I did this song super fast? Because we're going crazy on the road. We got road like road madness. She's on tour. Got road madness." And she, uh, they did it super fast all of a sudden. I'm like, that's the weirdest thing I ever saw. Then, the show's divided into half. She comes out for the second half, playing some song where she's playing a guitar. It sounded like a, uh, it's like a rocker that was kind of like, it sounded like the kind of song that would be like in a movie. Like a, like a rock band in a movie would play. Like if like Emilio Estevez was in a band in a movie, his band would sound like that. And she was just like, it got acid. She goes, there's some acid rock for you. Acid rock. And then she said, acid reflux. And I'll say this is a sidebar. I was having the greatest time. I'm not putting this down. She's doing a show. It's like a show. It's all stage. Dudio saw the same show. I was like, yeah, we saw the same show, Dudio. She did the same thing at both shows. And then he was like, oh, okay. Look, I love Dudio. This guy, I'm not coming down too hard on him, I hope. You know I love you, Dudio. What, he left? Oh, he's back. Okay. Guess he was thinking about it. So at one point in the show, this is what I'm going to say, the one thing. Look, do I think a couple of the vocals were sweetened through the show? I do. That's fine. But here's the one part that I'm conflicted about. She comes up, she's like playing the uh, the dulcimer, and she's doing these songs and stuff. And then all of a sudden, her her crew dude brings out a saxophone that looks like it's the size of of like a uh, of like a uh, like a like a pretzel, like a like a like a pretzel from Pretzel Factory? No, a little bigger than that. It was smaller than an alto sax. And she puts this thing up to her mouth and starts going, this tiny sax, all of a sudden it's like, she plays yakety sax. And I'm watching it. I'm like, She's not playing that. That is the weirdest thing I ever saw. What what would compel someone to say, you know what would be a good part of the show? I'm going to pretend to play yakety sax on a tiny saxophone. Twice! She did it twice! I never thought I'd say this in my life. Could you shut the air off for a little bit? Even I'm cold now. Gets over 42 degrees, I start sweating. Even I've had enough of this air. The weirdest thing I ever saw. Dolly Parton pretending, clear, I'm telling you. I'm sure there's YouTube videos of this thing. There's no, I would bet the farm she was not playing that saxophone. I'm sorry. Because you have to like get a reed ready on a sax, like like 
feel like let that thing get like soft in your in your in your mouth. Just pick the thing up. But was it great? Yeah, it was great. And it makes me like it even more that she would be crazy enough to say that that was a that should be a part of the show. That makes me like it even more. You got to see the legends, man, while they're still out there. See them while they're still out there. Dolly Parton, she's still doing it. If she's coming to your town, go see it. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told to go to the hotline that there's someone on the hotline. I'm being told Brendan Walsh from Almost Genius. Almost Genius? I did some time on World's Dumbest, too. Well, you can't double dip on this, Brendan. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm a deeply ingrained part of the true TV family. Don't, don't rub it in our faces. Some of you got double, you double dipped. Some of us haven't been to the table once. So you did oh, world. I'm sorry. So what, tell us, Brendan Walsh, first of all, congratulations on being the first participant in true TV bingo. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. A donation. We're going to make a donation. There, yeah, that's I look. I see the promos every time I watch everything on. If I see one more thing of them with the the with their heads stuck on the uh, those shirtless dudes, I'm gonna jump out a window. That's what they do. They run that yeah, promo. Well, holy guacamole, man! You're on the show. Well, I guess. It's, yeah. Tell us about almost genius, Brendan Walsh. Well, it's like it's like your basic clip show. But, you know, like, uh, well, like World's Dumbest, it's the same production company. Where, you know, they find videos of people riding their motorcycles off of things or whatever, or fall, people falling off of ladders. Um, but instead of the, instead of the, like, comedians or the people who make fun of the clips, instead of them just sitting in front of a green screen and saying, oh, look at that guy, he fell off a ladder, mm-hmm. they insert the people into the clips. So, like, so, like, they're there. So they'll be like, hey, don't fall off that ladder. And it's you and April Richardson? Uh, Chris Fairbanks and April Richardson are like the hosts of the show. And I'm just one of the like players. Ah, okay. You're one of the, you're and one of the panelists. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the heads on the shirtless guy's bodies that you see. Okay. You know what? What? I don't, I don't qualify. No, you do. <laughs> and I'm drawing right now. $25. I'm going to donate because you called. It's going to go to an animal shelter. All right. That's great. I just got back from the dog park. So, What kind of dog do you have? I don't have a dog. I just leave chocolate around the dog park to try and poison other dogs. Oh, you're that guy, huh? No, no, I have, uh, I just adopted a dog like, uh, about a month ago. She's, uh, she's like part pug, part chihuahua. And what's your dog's she's small. name? Her name's, uh, Tina. Well, in honor of Tina, 25 big ones goes to a New Jersey animal shelter. Well, it's fantastic. Thank I'm you. Glad I could help out. Oh, yeah, you did. Thank you, Brendan. I appreciate it. And tell yeah. people when they can watch your show. Uh, Mondays at, 10, I believe. Mondays at 10. 10. 10, 9 Central, I think, on Monday night. It on might TV. be on Mondays at 10 on True TV. 
pretty show. Ninety percent sure. There's a good watch chance. Watch the Carbonaro effect. That's a good show. You ever watch that? Oh, I watch all the shows. You don't have to tell me. That's I mean, a good one. It's I'm a hidden you, camera magic show. That's. If I ever, I, no, I'm telling you, if I ever am in like a bowling alley and that there's a guy back there with sun, with glasses on, who looks like him. <laughs> I'm, run, I'm running the other way. If he starts. If I go, yeah, I'd like a small coke, and then he's like, uh, then all of a sudden he starts pulling nacho chips out of the air or whatever he's doing on that thing. Yeah, there's a hand in your coke or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Well, Brandon, I appreciate oh, I, you. I appreciate you. I, I look, I watch all the shows. You have to tell me, but you are on Almost Genius, and I appreciate it. And thank you for calling. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to me. I hope more guys call in. Have a great night. See you, buddy. Bye. Should we play some music, Sunshine in the Rain? We have this hot rock band coming in. Sunshine in the Rain. New Jersey rock at its finest. There are two members in the group. One's name is Justin. The other's name is Ashley. And they're going to play for us in a matter of moments. And here comes Pat as engineering. How are you doing out there, Pat? Good. If I'm going to can one of the three of you, right? Mm-hmm. To scare the other two. Who is it? Adam Caton Holland from Those Who Can. All right. How long do you guys need to set up? Five minutes. Okay. We're going back to the hotline. I'm being told another True TV superstar is on the line. <laughs> to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is superstar Adam Caton Holland from Those Who Can. Scripted. Television yeah, on the, True TV. The first scripted. Now, do you know about True TV Bingo? Have you heard? This is the first time we're doing it on the show. We're seeing how many. I people, do not know about it. We're seeing my how many people. Alerted me. We're seeing how many people from True TV I can get to call up during tonight's show, and for each person, I'm going and I'm flipping through random amounts, and I'm going to donate that amount to a charity. Just any charity? Well, not just any charity. I'll do like animal shelters and stuff like that. That's awesome. So, we'll we'll, we'll oh, wait, divert. How are you doing so far? We'll diversify. Well, so far, we had uh, Brendan Walsh from Almost Genius called in. Ah, nice, nice. No jokers well, yet. No they car. Don't have, they don't know how to work cell phones. Hey. No carbonaro no, effect. Call in. Look, your show. Those who can't stars. A friend of mine, Maria Thayer, who's super talented, oh, yeah. and super funny. She's awesome. I'll I'll, uh, I'll text Maria. I'm going to get on the horn here. I want the those who can't guys to win this. Well, it's not a race between the shows. It is now. Oh, I love it. I love the fire. <laughs> and yep, Kate Holland. out all true TV shows. Now tell people about your show real quick. Um, our show is set at. It's called Those Who Can't, off the phrase, uh, Those Who Can't Do Teach, and we all play crappy teachers at a failing public high school set in Denver, Colorado, where we're all from. 
And who else is on the show? Uh, myself and Ben Roy and Andrew Orbital all created it, but mm-hmm. it's real comedy friendly. Uh, comedians Rory Scoble, Kyle mm. Kinane are both Funny. cast regulars. Only one Sklar brother, though, I heard, right? You can only afford one. One Sklar yeah, brother? Yeah, we rotate. We have you rotate, so you just, it's Jason one week and, and Randy the next week? Honestly, that's what we do, and we, we want comedy nerds to try to figure out which one was which. <laughs> well, I can, I can, look, I know how to tell Randy and Jason apart. Not telling Wait, how what's I your know trick? That. Seriously? Yeah. The first time I had to figure it out was that Jason is he wears glasses, so he has glasses on his face. Jace on is the first time I had to. But then you, when you actually talk to them, you're like, oh, okay, I can tell them apart, like because they're two different human beings. Yes, exactly. But, but it took me a couple of exchanges to figure that well, out. The first time I needed to do the second time, I was like, oh, you're you're both different people. So <laughs> when is your um, season yeah. finished? Do you have another season? Is there going to be another season of those who can't? Yeah, we're currently shooting season two right now and it'll be out this fall. Mm. So we're excited. We had 10 episodes, season one did pretty well. And now we're off to 13 episodes on season two. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been great. The, the reception has been great and we're, uh, we're having fun doing it. We just, feel like the you know we, we can't believe we got this lucky so we're just doing it while we can well adam ten dollars goes to an animal shelter oh man and there are awesome. ama- but there are amounts that run up to 250 i have these things they go from one dollar to 250 dollars that i will do so that was just like the disappointing plinko turn <laughs> well on, uh, wheel up. it's like it's like on uh, on uh, on uh what was that game show briefcase madness what was that show called again what was that show? Briefcase Madness. What was the name of that show? Briefcase Madness. Falling Down with Michael Douglas? No. Briefcase Where Madness. he played defense? No. That, you mean my all-time favorite movie, <laughs> Falling Down, which I've seen yeah. I've seen probably 30 times. I've probably seen that movie. I just feel like it could ultimately be titled Briefcase Madness. That could be. Where he's like, hey, you forgot your briefcase! <laughs> when he grabs the exactly. bat from the gang. Exactly. And then that homeless the guy's just script. like, that homeless guy's just like, just give me something. Cause you know, that's what homeless people are. Just give me oh, yeah. something. And then he runs yeah, into no Frederick, time. Frederick Forrest runs an army Navy store, but actually has like Nazi memorabilia in the basement. <laughs> what a great movie that is. Michael Douglas. Yep. Briefcase madness. Briefcase madness. Now what is that game show called? Deal or no deal? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. With Howie Mandel. I remember Deal or No Deal. Yeah. Or Briefcase Madness. So, <laughs> congratulations on your hit TV show, Those Who Can't, Adam, Caden Holland. And well, uh, here we go. Thank you for, uh, for for putting all this charity in, in True TV's name. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text yeah. all my co, yeah. co-stars and get well, them to call in. You will see how that goes. Thank you, buddy. Exactly. Have a grand evening. All right. Thanks. All right. Yes. I have another one lined up, but he'll call probably after All right, we'll see about that. Who is it? Adam Collins. Yeah, I know that guy. I met him at the upfronts. If he didn't call, it would be a disappointment. <laughs> I knew I knew he was out there. I'm looking for Carbonaro, or uh, any of the of the Hack My Life BVP or Kevin. Why can't BVP or Kevin call from Hack My Life? 
talk about the corn. They put corn on the cob on a on a on a drill. You should have seen it to see if it was faster to eat corn on the cob on a drill. What do you think? Was it hack or whack? Justin, hack or whack? It didn't. It didn't work. It was whack. Whack. Now, Pat, I'm going to turn the board over to you. Okay. What do I do? Just get out of the way? Do yeah. I just leave? Pretty much. You can stand in here. I'm just going to. Fine. I'll get out. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> Loud and clear. It's my no. Dead Thanks. Ah! What was that? So we're going to have Sunshine and the Rain are going to play in a matter of moments. Pat Byrne running the board. And uh, people can find you guys are at Sunshine and the Rain at dotbandcamp.com, right? Is that it? Yeah, and we're on Facebook, Sunshine and the Rain. We're on Instagram, Sunshine and the Rain Band. I'll be more active on Instagram. We like Instagram. Burn out. I like So, uh, how far away? I think we're good, right? You're good? Then I say, without further ado, please welcome to the best show from New Jersey, Sunshine in the Rain! Do you look the same? 
so awesome thank you sunshine in the rain live in the best show studios how are you, you guys doing we're doing pretty good how are you doing tom i'm good now that i you guys played three rock songs <laughs> what were those songs um it was three new songs the first one was called little ragdoll and then the second one was called what was the second one that we played? Going the wrong way. Going the wrong way. Um, and then the last one was called So Far So Close, our newest song. Well, those are great songs. And we're oh, going to, thank you. We're going to talk to you guys more during the, we'll do more music from, from Sunshine and the Rain later in the show. Is that all right with you guys? Or are you guys going to just yeah, leave? Yeah, no, that sounds rad. Just don't leave, please. <laughs> All right. It's our first time in Newbridge. We're really enjoying it. Well, thank you for coming. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's exciting to have you here. Thank you. You guys, you guys can, you guys want to take a take a seat. You guys can. You want to hit the bench? Hit the bench, definitely. You're being benched for the for the second half of the show. It's for the second half, guys. I'm not throwing you out. So we just good. got starting lineup material. Well, no, you just played. Now you're gonna take. You're gonna get your breath, and then then we'll do it again later in the show. It was so great, 
Sunshine in the Rain. It's sunshine in the rain dot bandcamp dot com to to purchase their music and whatnot. Or if you're on Instagram. And we'll talk to you guys more as the show goes on. I'm gonna can I pot all these down now, Pat? That's right. These? No. Yes. Thank you. All right. Back to the best show. Back to the best show. We are talking about what now? Well. Why is it so loud? There we go. That's better. Mm. What's that? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. The phone number, 201-3323484. We'll have more music from Sunshine the Rain later in the show. The topic is not in this lifetime, and we're going back. To the Hot Phones Best Show. Mr. Sharpling, good evening. And to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Matt Buffalo. Matt in Buffalo. What's, What's happening? You tell me, bro. What's going on in Buffalo tonight? Uh, Not much. Pretty basic. A lot of bros. A lot of Buffalo bros? Yeah, no fun. Well. Um... You know, but I wanted to mention this Flower Power Cruise 2017. Okay, tell me about Flower Power Cruise 2017. Uh, so, it's like, a, you know those jam cruise kind of thing? Yeah. It's like that, only the host and the captain is Mickey Dolan. So, Mickey Dolan's is the captain of the Flower Power Cruise. Right. Who else is playing on this cruise? I hope it's not just him. No, but he's like the guy, the leader, I guess. But Chad and Jeremy, uh, members of Three Dog Night. Mm. Thinking, uh, checking it out, seeing him like in his natural habitat. Yeah, his natural habitat, a cruise ship. <laughs> right? I'll say right. this about the, this Mickey Dolan's look. Did he burn mm. me hard? Uh, when I went up to him about nine years ago? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, listen. Sorry. But this new Monkeys album that's out now. Yeah. They do a song on this album called Me and Magdalena that uh, Mickey Dolan's and Michael, Mike Nesmith. He's Mike in the Monkeys, so you can call him Mike Nesmith. He's Michael Nesmith oh. outside of the Monkeys. They do this song, Me and Magdalena, that... uh Ben Gibbard wrote from Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, I like him. He did that uh, Friends in the City. Yeah, he did a song on a, on a, on a, the Rated GG single. He's a, he's a friend of the show, a friend of mine, a great guy. He wrote this song that the Monkees sang on this thing that is such a great song. It is breathtaking to hear these the, those, those two guys harmonize on that song. So oh, can't speak highly out. enough about that. Whether he does that on the cruise, I don't know. He'll be running a limbo contest, probably. <laughs> but that Likely. song can't beat it. Well, look, 
You have a grand evening, son. You too. Back to the hot phones. Hot phones, burning hot all night long. Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Billy Merkelworth in Tucson. How's it going? Um, it's going good, Billy. Good. Uh, hey, I'm not sure if, if anyone's hit this yet, but uh, you see this thing where this minister was uh, saying to, to cut Trump some slack because he's a baby Christian? Um, I saw something about that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, he certainly has the hands for it, right? Ugh. What? Ugh. What? That's a groaner. Well... Man, you're worse than the snoozes I had on 6118 last Saturday. On what? What's that? 60, excuse me? 6118? Yeah, those dolts laughed even less than you did. Who? <laughs> Which dolts? My passengers. Your passengers? Yeah. You know, granted, 6118 is a red eye, so they're pretty tired. Pardon me? Oh, no, it's just yelling something, asking people to talk quieter. Are you cracking the whip over there? Yeah, it's a little bit. So, yeah, so 6118 was a, what, a red eye? Yeah, yeah, so the passengers were, were pretty tired. But, you know, it's still, show the artist some love, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but w- w- when you say passengers, uh, I'm a little confused. What What are you talking about? Oh, I'm a flight attendant for Southwest Airlines. Oh, uh, okay, so pass, okay, sure. And for Southwest Airlines, yeah, that's, uh... For people who don't know, Southwest Airlines is like it's the it's like the informal air. I guess the flight attendants are very kind of casual and and you keep things light and fun and and tell jokes and stuff rather than the usual more more uptight flight attendants. Well, it's not just telling jokes, Tom. A lot of thought, writing, planning, rewriting goes into each of my shows. Your shows. Yeah. Well. My flights, you know, I, I I call them shows, and I'll, I'll tell you, if you ever flew with me, mm-hmm. you'd think you were at, at the Comedy Cellar. Really? So you call your flights shows? I do, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and you, uh, you'd you think I would mistake it for being at a at a, an actual comedy show? Oh, yeah, you'd think you're uh-huh. at the Comedy Store nope. or the Laugh Factory. Okay, some real big names there. Well, yep, I mean, yeah. would you be willing to give... Uh, me a little uh, insight into what goes on on a typical flight. Sure. Well, you know, the first thing I'll do is I'll 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 get the flight manifest, you know, and I'll I'll see if there's any FPs on the flight, you know, and then I'll I'll be sure to make mention of those FPs when I do my tight three. Okay. Tight. What is a tight three? Well, like, you know how stand-ups will do like a tight five or or a or a, or a tight ten mm-hmm. in their sure. show. Yeah. Well. Honestly, the cubicle zeros at, at Southwest front office, they don't want me doing more than three minutes of billy-tainment before we take off. Uh-huh. Basically because they're jealous of me. Billy-tainment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give the passengers two minutes of nonstop Merkel yucks. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that, that hooks them. And like Spartacus said, leave them wanting more, right? Like Spartacus. Wait, that's what Spartacus said? Leave, yeah, I yeah. don't... I, I'm... Pretty sure Spartacus. What? Documented. It's in the Bible. Okay, I'm pretty sure Spartacus didn't say leave him wanting more. Hmm. That sounds like a showbiz. uh, Yeah, no, that sounds like something like like P. T. Barnum would say or something. 
We could bat, bat that back and forth all night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I choose not to. Yeah. And, and when you say, you had said something earlier about when you're when you're getting ready for your your what I call a flight and what you call a show. Yeah. That you check it to see if there's FPs on the flight. Yeah. Which means what? Famous people. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, FPs, yeah, yeah. famous people. Yeah, I've met a ton of them too. As a matter of fact, you got to check out my Facebook page to see who I perform for. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a fan page someone set up for me. Just go to Facebook and 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 uh, search Billy Tainment. Okay, hold on one second. Facebook. Dot com. Billy Tainment. Yeah. Okay, here's a, there's a, this list? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Wow, this is some kind of list. Jackie the Joke Man Martling, Anthony Weiner, Roger Grimsby, ABC Anchorman, Linda Lavin, Charles S. Dutton, Charles P. Dutton, Lance Armstrong, Danny Bonaducci, Valerie Harper, Cy Kernan from the from the Fix. Yes. Cicely Tyson, Billy Barty, Rhonda Shear, Stan Musial, Ron Jaworski, Donnie Wahlberg, Udonis Haslam from the Miami Heat, uh, Mary Lou Retton, Doug Flutie, Steve Martin. Steve Martini, the author. Yep. Adonal Foyle from the Golden State Warriors. Yep. Tony Rosado. Uh, Willie Randolph. Ben Montench Sr. Yeah. That's the father of, of musician Ben Montench. Also plays. Okay, also a musician as well. Yep. Lorenzo Music, who was the doorman on Rhoda. Yep. Uh, Burt Ward. Robin, uh, Charo, Anthony Michael Hall, Roger Moore, Corliss Williamson from the Sacramento Kings. Yep. Kim Fields. Tootie. Mm-hmm. Randy Quaid, uh, Matthew Modine, Beverly D'Angelo, Greg Lazinski, uh, Popeye Jones from the, uh, Dallas Mavericks. Yep. Um, Billy Zane, yep. Judd Nelson, uh, Jamie West Orem, also from the the Fix. They were right? not sitting together. They were not. Okay, that's interesting. No, they 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 have some kind of feud going. It was they were they were flinging um, cutlery at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why that's why you didn't list it like as Cy Kernan and Jamie West Orem. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Chauncey Billups from mm-hmm. the uh, from the uh, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Del Bozio, mm-hmm. um, Andy Milanakis, my favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. AP Mike, AP Mike. Have you heard of this guy? Uh, yeah, he works on this show actually. Oh, he? Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was a uh, like a beer drinking champion. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's a, a producer of this show. Well, he certainly was a beer drinking champion on my flight. <laughs> on on your flight? Do you remember yeah. where that flight was from? It was from uh, Newark. Okay, yeah, that yeah. 
That would make sense. Yeah. Andy Garcia. Jerry Garcia Jr. I didn't know he there was a Jerry Garcia Jr. Yes, yeah. And then Little Kiss. And it says yeah. in parentheses Tommy. Yeah, it was it, it was the the little Tommy from Mini Kiss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's some list. Right? Yeah. Wow. They all love my stuff too. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh Billy, yeah. You said a, a fan started this Facebook page? I did, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Can I can I ask you a question? Sure, shoot. Was that fan you by any chance? Why are you being such a creep to me? I mean, besides your flagrant comedy envy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly it. I'm just I'm jealous. It's comedy envy coming through. Yep. Trust, trust me, Billy, I'm not I'm not jealous. Oh, you certainly are. And I'll tell you what? What? Just for being mean to me, I'm not going to give you any material tonight. Mm. Well, what I have no idea what that means, give me material. Well, you know, I, I believe in giving back to those who create great comedy. Uh-huh. And though I don't really think what you do is great or even qualifies as comedy. Oh, that's that's nice. I, I was willing to help you with some fun ideas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just just enter, just indulge me then, Billy, if if you could. What what uh? Can you give me an idea that you think would make the show better? Oh sure. Well, you know, the, <laughs> the most obvious thing is that you have to put away that voice. Uh huh. I don't yeah. speak through a voice modulator, Billy. You, there's no way you're you're not using one. It's there's I, there's no way I am using one. I don't use one. This is my voice. Huh. Well, again, we could bat that forth all all night, but I choose not to. Um, here's what else you got to do. You have to step away from the food talk. The what? The food talk. Food talk. Yeah, yeah. You're always talking about about either pizza or candy. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's just too much. And you know what you got to do? What's that? you got to do more impressions. More impressions? Yeah, I've heard you do some, some pretty decent ones. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, here, here's what I think you should do. Okay. Like, I think it would be hilarious if you, I don't know, if you did, like, uh, like what what would what would it sound like if if Joe Namath was reviewing uh, the Beach Boys Pet Sounds album. Hmm. Jo- so Joe Namath. Yes. Review reviewing Pet Sounds. Yeah. Like I, I I'm with you in a record store, mm-hmm. and you're Joe Namath, and I'm uh, you know we're we're f- we're flipping through the the bees, and we get to the Beach Boys, and uh, I find Pet Sounds, and I go, you know, I've never heard this, Joe. What do you? Okay. What do you know about this? So, what would Joe Namath say back? Yeah. All right. Let me think. Wait, you've never heard Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys? No. You wouldn't believe how good this album is. It's Brian Wilson's masterpiece. He did this album uh, pretty much when the rest of the band was on tour with a lot of session musicians. And... uh it has songs like You Still Believe in Me and uh, Sloop John B. It's uh, it's really uh, ahead of its time in terms of the orchestration and the lyrical content. 
Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you had me peeing in my khakis. Ew. Oh, my God. I was stamping my super puffy white sneakers on the floor the entire time so hard that my half socks almost flew off. Your half socks? Yeah. Okay. I didn't need to know that detail that oh you were God. wearing half socks. Oh, yeah, so you can see my ankles. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever heard. What? Do you think it makes my uh, my legs look like toddler legs, even though I'm a full-grown adult? It probably looks like either you're half toddler or it looks like you're on the way to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Either way, either way. That look is a pee dropper. Yuck. Stop that. Well, yeah. I don't. But, you know, your your whole show should be impressions. I'm serious. Uh, well, Billy, there's no way I'm going to do impressions for just uh, for three whole hours. Jeez, I'm trying to help, and you're even less responsive to my ideas than the Davids. Mm -hmm. The Davids. Who are the Who are the Davids? Uh, David Wayne, David Chase, David Simon, David Wolper. David Wayne, David Wayne is the guy who did Wet Hot American Summer. Right. David Chase, you said? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Sopranos. The big guy, yeah. Yeah, and David Simon, uh, equally, uh, is uh, The Wire. Yep, huge. And who was the other David? David Wolper. Yeah, he's kind of old school. He did the, he did the Thornbirds, a lot of those mini, those, those big hit miniseries. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So they were not responsive to your ideas? No, they sure weren't. Yeah, well, I, I, please don't tell me you actually gave guys like that, what, notes or thoughts? Oh, I sure did, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give them their food until I pitched and noted them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually I'd sit on the armrest. Until they received all of your, your notes and pitches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. Billy, can I ask what... what uh, like, why on earth you would think you have the right to tell these accomplished people, like, how to fix or whatever you're suggesting for their TV shows? You know, I mean, it's no offense, but it kind of implies that you don't know how, how, like, television works. I sure do know how. Uh-huh. How do, you, how do you know? Because I've been on TV shows, you dunce nugget. Uh-huh. Really? What, what yeah. shows have you been on? Well, uh, I started when I was 12. Uh, the first show was, uh, was a little show called Little Shavers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You started when you were 12, and mm -hmm. what is Little Shavers? Only the first ever Evangelicom. Uh-huh. All right, I'll bite. What is an Evangelicom? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like, son. It's an evangelical sitcom. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. i got to say, that sounds like maybe the unfunniest thing I've ever heard. Maybe you're the unfunniest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you that much. Okay. Well. You know, but it does not sound like a funny <laughs> idea. Well, tell that to Gary Marshall, the creator of the show. Mm -hmm. Gary Marshall. Yup. Really? Yes. The Gary Marshall. The Gary Marshall. Created Lil Shavers. He sure did. Uh-huh. Can you tell us what Lil Shavers was? Well, do you remember the character uh, Officer Kirk on Happy Days? Officer Kirk was like the cop who was always giving Fonzie a hard time? Yeah, always giving him a hard time. Uh -huh. 
looked like uh, kind of like if Brian Stack only drank rum for ten years and didn't really eat anything. Okay. Yeah. So he was on it. It was his show. He was oh. the star of it. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, Little Shavers was it was a Happy Day spinoff. Oh wow! So it was literally Officer Kirk. It was yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, what happens in it, uh, the concept, Officer Kirk retires from the Milwaukee police force, and he, of course, inherits a barbershop from his recently passed 130-year-old father. Uh-huh. Wait, yeah. his, how old was his father? 130. Uh, 130 years old. Yeah, it's it only mentioned once uh, in the fourth verse of the theme song. Wow, that's some theme song. It's a long song, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, Officer Kirk becomes a barber. And I played one of the homeless urchins who he takes in and teaches the ways of, you know, of of, of hair cutting and shaving and also hardcore biblical scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how is it that I mean I know a fair amount about TV and how did I never hear of Lil Shavers? Like what what network was Lil Shavers on? It was on ABC. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. See, what happened was Gary Marshall was doing this big expansion on his mansion, mm -hmm. you know, like adding, adding, you know, like a, a wing to it. Okay. And the guy who was doing the roofing, yeah, fell off really high and really hard. Uh huh. Yeah. And this guy, the guy who fell off, he, he was born again. Okay. And so, somehow he put the fear of God into Gary Marshall uh -huh. that, that that it was Gary's fault that it happened. And that he was not only going to sue Gary Marshall, but he was going to have him smited into the pit of deepest Hades. Okay. Yeah. And then he t he told Gary that the only way out was for him to uh, to produce this Christian TV show, and he had to come up with it too. So Gary agreed, and he really quickly, you know, he came up with and got this this show greenlit, and it was primed to be the biggest thing of the seventies. Little Shavers. It was, yeah. Uh -huh. Is that, what what happened? Why was it not the biggest thing of the seventies? Well, then Evil Knievel beat up that reporter. Le when e okay, Evil Knievel, the yeah. daredevil. He beat up a guy writing a book about him. He like beat him with a bat. Yeah. Um, and then got sent to jail for that. I don't understand what that has to do with uh Little shavers, though. Well, you, you were alive in 1977, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I was. Well, then you remember that the Knievel battery trial was the biggest media event ever. Bigger than the Lindbergh baby. Way bigger than the OJ trial that would is, be. That is not even remotely true. Sure it is. That is. That I, that I will. I'm going to say that's not true at all. We could bat that back and forth all night, mm -hmm. but I choose not to. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it wasn't, though. It sure was. It was on the news all the time, and there were all these Evil Knievel specials that the networks would do, and little shavers kept getting preempted all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so little shavers was supposed to air, and then... They kept interrupting for reports about the Evil Knievel battery trial. They did, yeah. What he was wearing, what his jumpsuit looked like. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what liquid dripped out of his cane that day. <laughs> That's right. He did have a cane that doubled as a as a flask. You know what you should do right now? What's that? 
I would love to hear Evil Knievel. Um, Evil Knievel, let's see. Talk about the merits of Nick Mason's drumming. Hmm. I'm trying to think what Evil Knievel sounds like. He just, it's kind of flat well, and boring. Yeah, super world weary. Well, first of all, you have to realize Nick Mason, after he did the live at Pompeii show, he, uh, and the workout he got doing, uh, that one long song, Echoes, it's two parter. He, uh, he swore he'd never play faster than a heartbeat after that. You bastard! <laughs> These khakis were brown a minute ago, and now they're black. Oh, that's gross. Oh man. Uh huh. It was my fault for asking for it. You asked for it. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well, yeah, that was great. I, oh well, thank you. So, anyway, the show the show gets delayed like every week, and by the by the time the twelfth episode aired. Little Shavers ended up being a solid 180 from where it started. Mm-hmm. Hey, how, you know, I did so? that right. You did the... I, the I one- always say a 360. Uh-huh, which means it goes back. Yeah, but I did it right this time, didn't uh-huh. I? Yeah, you did, because it would be the opposite of where it is. How how was it a 180 from where it started off? Well, it, it began as the aforementioned Evangelicom, and it ended up as a full-blown sit cult. A sit, what is a sit cult? Well, you know, in the late 70s, people were getting into some really dark stuff that they shouldn't have gotten into. Mm-hmm. You know, drugs and just bad energy. And Gary Marshall was, was not immune to that. Okay. He got in with all these really dark characters, kind of like an Anton LaVey sort of deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he was in some dark spots. And uh, so, you know... That plays into this. Little Shavers, it tanks. Mm-hmm. But not before I ended up being a guest on this other crazy show that, that Gary was doing called Jones and Jones. Jones and What is Jones and Jones? Jones and, and Jones was a cult riot show. Cult riot Yeah. What, what is a cult riot show? Well, uh, a variety show in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. But this one was hosted by George and Jim Jones. Uh huh. Yeah. George Jones, the. I, I'm assuming you mean country uh, legend George Jones. I do. But I'm, I'm hoping you don't mean Jim Jones, like the Jonestown Jim Jones. I do. Uh huh. So they did a show together? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's insane. It was wild, you know. And a lot of people don't know this about Jim Jones. Mm hmm. Super funny, great actor. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. What a creep. Yeah, well, he wore the sunglasses all the time, so you couldn't really tell what was going on. Kind of like, uh, uh, you know, Glenn Danzig. You see him wearing sunglasses a lot. He mm-hmm. was—he's the only guy I ever let wear sunglasses on my flights. So you make everybody else take sunglasses off. It's a show of respect. Uh huh. Yeah. To just take their take the shades off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. This show sounds disturbing. Well, it, it was, and I got to tell you, they only shot two episodes, mm-hmm. and I was in the first one. You were in the first episode of this thing. I was. It was the same one the Sex Pistols were on. What do you, wait? What do you mean the Sex Pistols? They were on a. They were not on any sort of national USA TV show. That sure, was, they were. They were on this. 
No, they weren't. They sure were. They played Anarchy in the UK, and then they were in this really bawdy sketch where um, Susan Anton played a, a bikini-clad country girl selling these giant melons on Ugh. the side of the road. Uh-huh. And I played her little brother, Jed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so let me let me guess. So she's selling melons. You'll never guess what this sketch entailed. Never. She's holding the melons up. Yes. Right. And they're like they're like chest high. Wait, have you seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm just huh. guessing. Yeah. That sounds really <laughs> it's it's not hard to guess that. Oh. So, and then the it, Sex Pistols were in that skit also? They were. They were, yeah. And what did they play? People buying melons? Yeah, they were just uh, this this English punk band traveling through Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember any lines that they had? By any oh, yeah. Time? I think, um, yeah, at one point Steve Jones goes, uh, and, and, you know, they, they had to, like, bleep a lot of his stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. He said, right. Look at them melons, right? I'd like to get into that lot. That was... Some, the... Something tells me I'm going to have a melon party tonight, right? Right, John? And, yeah, he, I, I figured, first of all, I would have, if I, I would have bet the farm, he would have started off saying right. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. then I knew it would end with him talking to other members in, like, a very kind of, like, insider thing that he won't kind of, like, mumbly to the rest of the group. Right, yeah. And was the rest of the group, I'm going to guess, looking at their shoes for a lot of it? They were, yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Paul Cook, he, he yells out. Yeah, I had to bleep melons. Yeah, I had to bleep that. Oh, that, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I well, had to bleep that. It was sick stuff. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'll tell you, man, that was a crazy day. And, uh... Though I didn't do anything, I still consider it the night I lost my sexual and emotional virginity. Ugh. Why are you talking about that on the, was, the, on the public? Just rapping with you. you yeah. Know? Well, those are the things maybe you keep in your head, and you don't you don't always have to share everything with everyone. Well, you know, I, hey, if you're going to charge me for thought crimes, guilty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that show sounds insane. What, Thought Crimes, The Cannibal Cup? No, the Jones and Jones uh, variety oh. show. Well, you know, George didn't even show up for the second show. Uh-huh. And Jim was super mad because he had to carry it. Uh-huh. But um, I'll tell you, he did do this incredibly cool duet with Van Morrison. Okay. Yeah, it was on a, uh, on a uh, medley of, you know, of then-current hits. Like, uh, I'm trying to think what, what was in there. Uh, I'm Your Boogeyman. A car wash, uh, the Star Wars theme by Miko. Remember that? Uh, what else did they do? Walk this way, Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. That is the so it's Jim Jones, the cult leader, and yes. Van Morrison doing a duet on car wash. Yeah, and they had to do like seven takes this thing because Van was laughing so hard. He was having such a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that is insane. Jim was was like tussling his hair up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Van loved it. Yeah, he was laughing. I'm sure it sounds like it was. A, he's such a such a gregarious, generous spirit. 
Yeah, he is. Yeah. I heard there's a new box set that's out of him doing just of like his of like a live shows he was doing, and in one disc is just him complaining about people asking him to play Astral Weeks. I think you're right. Yeah. Like one disc is just on stage dialogue, him explaining why he's not playing it. Yeah, the, uh, that disc I believe is called Sour Van. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I'll tell you, man, that show was a disaster. Okay, yeah. And uh, sure sounds like and it. I, I was so disillusioned mm-hmm. after both of those fiascos that I, I just, you know, I, I just had to throw my hands up and say thanks to showbiz. Wait, you had to say what? No thanks. Uh huh. No thanks to showbiz. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Oh, there's some beeping going on. That's weird. You getting some calls? I don't know what that is. Like C-3PO. Yeah. I've never seen a Star Wars. You've never seen a Star Wars movie? Nope. Do you know which one C-3PO is? I think he is the bear. No, that's Chewbacca. Uh, C-3PO, oh, is the woman. Mm-hmm. No. Hey, uh, Billy, did you really say no thanks to showbiz? No, showbiz said no thanks to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'll tell you, by this point... Yeah. The biz had totally changed, you know, and um, I'll tell you, it got so bad that I told off Aaron Spelling at dinner one night. Really? I'm, I'm serious, yeah. What, what, how did that go? Well, I, I got up and I said, that's it, Aaron. I'm out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what did he say to that? Because he's a <laughs> pretty powerful guy. I know, but, you know, he pretended not to hear me. Mm-hmm. Wait, how could he pretend not to hear you? If you were, like, having dinner with him. Well, technically, I wasn't actually at the table with him. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where were you then? I was in the RBNX Club. Um, What's I that? Wait. Across the parking lot. Stop, mu- stop, stop mumbling, there. Billy. Where were you? I was at the Arby's next to the Palm. Okay. And I yelled it to him from across the parking lot while I was flagrantly stealing car stereos. Uh-huh. Why? Yeah, so you're stealing car stereos, and you see Aaron Spelling sitting at at the at the Palm, yeah, an expensive uh, L.A. restaurant, very chic, yes. And you you Susan yelled. Susan Anton was there at that too. Uh huh. Susan yeah. Susan Anton was all over the place back then. She was. You know who she was with? Who? Paul Weller. Hmm. That's a weird pairing. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't Paul Weller. It was Ratscapes. That's a, even that's even a weirder pairing. I don't know what that beeping is. Um. Uh. Yeah. Well, I I can't believe. What is that? I'm gonna fix that. I, I'm sorry, Billy. I'm so sorry. Well, it's okay. I, I um, have all night. Yeah. Well. So you yell at him yeah. from across the restaurant. That's not exactly you quitting show business. Well, yeah, but but look. Let's let's talk about more. Like current things, I guess. Sure, sure, you sure. Know. You you're you're at Southwest Airlines. That's correct. When when did you uh, kind of change uh, paths and start with? When did you become a flight attendant? Uh, two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was going on for like the almost four, it must have been forty years then between showbiz and and uh, Southwest Airlines. Hmm. What were you doing 
uh, for the rest of that time? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you don't know? It's like 38, 39 years of your life. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, what did you say your last name was, Billy? Merkleworth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just gotta. What are you doing? Just, uh, just Googling something here. There's a picture of you here. Where? On Google, uh, it looks like you, it looks like, uh, it's in the 80s. You're in a wetsuit feeding a walrus. It's like at a, it's in the, it says it's Ocean Town. <laughs> what? 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 What is going on? What? Calm down. Calm down. What's wrong? I, I don't know. I don't remember anything about working at Ocean Town. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm seeing another picture here. You, you look a little older than in the, the Ocean Town one. It's like a... I do? You're wearing like a superhero costume. It looks like a movie still. What? Hold on. Ugh. Were you... Wait, Billy, can I ask a question? I mean this in the most polite way possible. Were you like a... Were you an adult film actor? What? about well there's it's no. a, it's clearly a picture of you and across the chest in the superhero it says Cap, ugh, captain beef and then it's like a play on heart captain captain, captain b-e-e-f-h-a-r-d not, <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> wait wait when was this I mean, it looks like it's like the late 90s. I don't remember that. <laughs> why are you, if you don't, re- why are you screaming then? I don't know. I don't remember it, but it's like it hit some kind of emotional button for me or something. Mm-hmm. Weird. This is just like the Born Identity. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it sounds just like the Born Identity, where, where, where he, the memory is piecing back together for us. But th- that's a spy, not a... Uh, not a former child actor. But we could bat this back and forth all night. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, for one, choose not to. All right. Well, look, there's a, there's another picture here. Um, what is I'm it? I'm not even sure how to phrase this one. Were you? I'm just going to say it. Were you? Were you in a, a late period lineup of of Limp Biscuit? Stop <laughs> <laughs> screaming! Yeah, it's a it's the back cover of an album they did in 2005 called The Unquestionable Truth Part One. And it's it's clearly you, and you're wearing giant jean shorts and a baseball cap, and you're playing like it looks like a seven string bass. Ah, I don't remember that at all. Oh my god, what's happened to me? This is just like the Born Identity too. The search for Mike's last name, right? I don't think that's the name of the second Born Identity movie. Yes, yes, it is. And it, it, there's that scene where where Mike has that flashback, 
and where he's, he's, he's in a puddle of mud and he doesn't remember it at first? Uh-huh. That's not anything to do with any of the Bourne movies. Sure it is. It, it, no, it's definitely not. I'm almost positive. Well, I'm, I'm certainly positive. Wait. Oh, no. Wait, what? What? No. What's going on? Oh, man. Billy? These, yeah. What's uh, up? These unfunny civilians have their collective panties in a bunch because they're scalding hot coffee spraying out of the air vents again. Uh-huh. Wait, are, are you actually in the air right now? This is an actual flight? Oh, yeah, yeah, why? Because we've been talking for like a half hour at this point, and you've just been... Oh, gee. I thought you'd be, you should be doing your job. I am doing my job. Uh-huh. But you know, so, sometimes well, we... when I'm deep in thought... Yeah? And I'm working on my, uh, my drink service set. I accidentally reroute the scalding coffee from the percolator to the air vents. You know, instead of a coffee pot. So you'd be surprised how often that happens. Uh-huh. Hang on, let me go in the bathroom real quick. Hang on. Well, so you're, so everybody on the plane is getting burnt? Well, define burnt. There's scalding hot coffee flying in their faces. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds terrible. But I I don't even know what to say. I guess I I hope everybody's okay and I guess at least it's not spraying into the cockpit. I know, right? Right. That's yeah. I guess if there's any positive side to any of this. I know. Yeah. Pot, right? Oh no. Billy? 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 Wow, Billy. Hope he's okay. Hmm. Well. The show is weird. And getting weirder. We'll have sunshine and the rain in a couple minutes. Come back in and play. Let's take some calls in the meantime. Okay, he can call. We have another. And we're playing True TV Bingo tonight. Seeing if different people from True TV shows uh, call up. Still no one. No Carbonaro effect. Didn't hear from him. Didn't hear from uh, uh, anybody from Hack My Life. No uh, Kevin or BVP. We got someone from... Uh, we had Adam, Kate, and Holland from Those Who Can't. And then we had uh, a Brendan Walsh from uh, Almost Genius called. And for each person who calls from True TV tonight, we're drawing... Uh, I'll be making donations to different charities. I'll sort that out at the end. We'll do. I'll make it. I'll, it won't just be animal charities. Best show. Hey, Tom. What's up? How you doing? It's Kevin in Somerville. Kevin in Somerville. Somerville what? Massachusetts? Yes, indeed. Only someone from from that area would just assume that that there's only one Somerville and that you. That's yeah, there's one in Jersey, right? There's one everywhere. Everybody's got a Somerville. Yep. 
So what's up, Kevin? What do you got for uh, me? I want to talk about uh, a regret that I had. Uh, when I was younger, I was really sad. I would never get to see the band Morphine. It was like the cool band mm-hmm. that your art teacher had stickers for. Yeah. But uh, then I actually got to see them the other day. The remaining members of Morphine, minus the guy, uh, Mark, actually played this random show on the river in uh, Cambridge, Mass. And how did that, how was that? Did you see it? Yeah, it was kind of amazing. I was just walking along and hearing all these bands and, you know, like taco trucks and things. And the band sounded really great. And as I walked over, I was like, that's definitely, they're playing Morphine songs. So did that bridge the gulf in any way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Good. It was, so, uh, so you got no regrets. You got no regrets. It's true. There is nothing left. What are you left. calling for? Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is Paul. I'm calling from Queens. What's up, Paul? Uh, I wanted to let you know that there's a new Dirty Verse movie coming out. A new Dirty Verse. Now, we all track Dirty Grandpa... Uh, mm-hmm. what other ones bad, are there? Bad well, teacher. Yeah, bad Santa. Bad Santa. Horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. What else is coming out now? Uh, so very soon, uh, hitting theaters is bad moms. Bad moms. Oh, yeah. this sounds like a good one. Who's oh, in yeah. bad moms? Well, it stars uh, Myla Kunis. She's the main character. Okay. Myla and, Kunis. Uh, who else other than Myla Kunis is in it? Uh, so her nemesis is Christina Applegate. Okay. And then, so, yeah, so Christina Applegate, she's like a prim and proper PTA mom who's mm-hmm. making all the moms try to be too perfect. Myla Kunis, she can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. She, she uh, goes out to the bar with uh, her friends, and they decide we're going to be bad moms now. Ah, they lose it. So they uh, party and drink and uh, drive their kids around in real fast cars and stuff. And when does this come out? I think it comes out uh, pretty soon. Goodbye. I'm being told to go to the hotline. We're playing True TV Bingo tonight. Another True TV superstar is on the line. To whom am I speaking? (laughs) Hello, this is Adam Conover from the True TV show Adam Ruins Everything. This is the guy who ruins, like, he ruins things, because he'll say, like, well, first of all, welcome, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for calling. Of course. And participating in True TV Bingo. I I understand it's for charity. That's my understanding. Sure, it is, yes. We're doing... I'll take you at your word. Well, it is. Don't worry. You can't ruin this. You can't ruin this. (laughs) Although you'll try. You're always ruining everything. How do you ruin it all? Like that. Because for people who don't know, there's a guy, there'll be like a thing where the show's like, hey, people like candy bars, but then he'll say, yeah, candy bars are made out of dirt. Don't eat them. <laughs> well, I, w- I would more talk about, you know, that there's, they're full of sugar or there's something you don't know about candy bars, yeah. you know, like well, the history of candy bars. And hopefully at the end, we hope you, 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 your life's a little better for having learned the facts. We t- you know, the ruin idea is really tongue in cheek, Tom. Yes, I know. Look, I've seen the show. I watch all the shows. I watch Adam Ruins Everything. I watch uh, Carbonaro Effect. Do you know him? (laughs) Oh, God. I love love Carbonaro Effect. I watch Hack My Life. 
Um, they're great. They're great. Carbonaro effect was my rival for a year, but then I met him and he was nice. So I decided he's, uh, I, uh, it, you know, we're not rivals anymore. Did you so try to nice. ruin his magic? What if you did that? <laughs> he's like doing a trick where he's reaching into a couch and he's pulling out, uh, like a, a, a dog jumps out of a couch. And then you're just like, man, that couch had a thing in it. I ruined it. <laughs> What if you God. popped out of the couch also? Like, all of a sudden, there's some, he's like, yeah, there's something else in this couch. And he's like, oh, I, I, I don't know what this is. And suddenly you come out and you're like, yeah, magic is stupid. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we teamed up on the same show, I'm not sure the rubes in Atlanta who he pulls his tricks on. Yeah. Could, uh, uh, could take it. It might be too much. It might too much be too much for him. I'm going to say this. People of Atlanta, if you see a dude who looks like a magician, but he's wearing horn rim glasses, <laughs> look out! That's probably, it's probably me, or it's the two of us, uh, used. If there's a guy with the, the glasses look like they have cameras on them, it's car, it's the Carbonaro effect. Oh god! If it's a dude with glasses who looks like he's, it looks like he's, he's a little irked that you're having too good of a time, with something, it's Adam Conover. He's ready to ruin it. <laughs> well, at least on our show, it's not it's not people from the public. It's actors who things are ruined for. So we don't we don't surprise anybody with information. They're all paid for their time. Yes. No. Look, your show. I like your show. I like it. Is on when now? Is there another season of your show? Yeah, it's coming at August twenty third, baby. All right. Um, a Tuesday night. Another season of Adam ruins everything. It's going to be it's it's going to be back. It's better that we ruin more things. It's better than ever. That's all I can say. Well, I am looking forward to the return of that. And one hundred dollars I just drew. Oh my God, that's great! Yeah, is going to go. How about that? What's the What's the range? It goes from one dollar to two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, I got snake in the middle. That's that's yeah, wonderful. That's good. I'll, you I'll took take that. you took that off the board. So, Adam Conover, thank you for checking in, and you just helped uh, get a, throw a hundred dollars toward an animal uh, shelter. Unless there's something wrong with that, what are you going to be? Animal shelters. Blech. Well, I mean, many of the animals in shelters should, you know, frankly, be humanely put down. You know, at the end of the day, but yeah. boo. Do you ever just feel like people are just going to go <laughs> boo? I was trying to give you a really big bad one at the end, but I worry that'll really alienate people. So I like you. Stay. I like you, Adam. Thank you. I like you too, Tom. Well, look, we'll, we'll talk more, buddy. That'd be great. All right. You have a great night. Thank you. You okay. too, Tom. Uh, thanks for calling. Bye. Right, bye. Sunshine in the rain, please come back in. Now, this band are so good. And you know what's great about them? One of the many things that's great about them is that it's like super, I like how noisy you guys are when it's just like, just like you fill all that stuff. And, but you have real songs though. That's the thing. It's not just, you're not just making noise. You actually know what you're doing. I guess that's subjective. It's the best combination you can have. Noise and Songs. Pat, I'll let you get over here and do this. 
I'll talk about. I was thinking about going to the, um, there's the Besho mural. I think it's the final week for the Besho mural. I was thinking about going to it and meeting people at the mural. What's the weather like tomorrow? Does anybody know? What? Cloudy? It's better late. Maybe I'll go later. Thursday? Maybe I'll do it Thursday. I'll, I'll put it on Twitter. I'll, I'll say when I'm going to be at the mural and people can come. I'll give out Besho stickers and like snacks and stuff I'll bring. Because the mural is in, uh, it's on the, uh, the Bushwick Ridgewood border by the, uh, uh, what is it? It's, uh, uh, Wyckoff and it's by the Halsey L stop. So it's a beautiful Besho mural. Anybody who gets their picture taken in front of it, um, Post it on, on social media, hashtag it, best show rules NYC, and then, uh, I will, uh, send you stuff at the end of the month. We're gonna send stuff out to everybody who does that. So, uh, the best show mural is up until the end of June, then it goes away. It'll be replaced by, uh, I don't know what, but something will replace it. And also, if you're in a different town and you got some uh, mural uh, access, somebody wants to uh, hook me up with some, I'll do other ones in other cities. Shoot me an email. I want some good, good, good deals though. It's illegal. We're not. I don't want any. I don't want anybody tagging <laughs> the best show logo all over the place. All right. How we doing? Mm, when you're ready, I'm ready. Once again, on the best show, I welcome. New Jersey Zone. Sunshine in the rain. I wanna walk away with you.
Okay. Hope everybody's doing well tonight on this Tuesday. Yeah, Richard Chocolates is doing good. That was nice to wish people. <laughs> but they're doing well. Yeah, Alright, I'll, you know. I'll stop talking. Sometimes you'll never win it. 
Sunshine and the rain. That was so great. Oh, thank, thank you. Now, you guys, would you name yourselves, please? I'm Ashley Mori. <laughs> I'm Justin Mori. Okay, and you are both playing. Ashley, you're playing bass and singing. I am, yes. And Justin, you're playing guitar and y- singing. Yes. And you guys were both in the Black Hollies in one iteration or another. Justin was in <laughs> multiple <laughs> versions. Was pretty much in all of the iterations of the Black Hollies, and I okay. just snuck in there at the end. You you rode through the the home stretch. I, I would like to say I, we ended on a high note with me. I would say that's true. <laughs> Thank you. It's, Indeed, they were. That was a great band, and now. Thank you. You go from great band to great band, and you've been in other great bands, too, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> right? We, uh, yeah, I have a little bit of experience, a tiny a tiny bit here and there, um, which was good. Mm-hmm. Can I hear that? No. <laughs> Why can't I hear anything? <laughs> Ugh, well, I'll just talk to you. <laughs> so you guys have a single out. We do, yes. Is it still available? I believe so, yeah. We, we're we still selling them. I know we have physical copies of them. I think you can still buy it online through our Bandcamp page that you mentioned earlier. So Okay. And then people, uh, which is sunshineandtherain.bandcamp.com. I believe so, right? Yes. Right. I don't visit my own Bandcamp page very often, but I think that's what it is. You don't go stare at just look at, yeah, looking at my face all day long. That's kind of like what I like to just do. Testing the infra, testing the infrastructure of it by ordering over and over. Just, just, just keeping my song on repeat all day long, just yeah. screaming in the background. Still sounds great. <laughs> like you're just, that would be troubling. But you're not troubling. You're cool. Well, you know what we'll do? Do you guys mind a, a, a duo? Yeah. So we're just waiting for that call to come back through. Yeah. Okay. I can't hear. These headphones cut in and out, right? Is there any way to switch this with that? Yeah, but it's the connection. It's the connection. It's not the... Let's see what happens. Yes, the connection. I can hear it already. Okay, well, I just won't touch it. How about that? Let's take a couple calls. Best show. Hey, this is... Frank from Baltimore. Frank, what's up? Uh, I just wanted to... Um, is it cool if I sing a song for the band? Sure, you can sing a song for the band. Okay. Uh, Alright. Uh, it's one I just wrote. Let me whip it out. Baby, thanks. Later night is when they come out. Baby, thanks. Sure you know. What I'm talking about, 
Thinking where they make the best kind of pay. Baby, baby. Was that a Frank Zappa song? Yeah. It was like baby snakes. He just wrote it. <laughs> Dumb Frank Zappa fan. I got one over on him. I did a Zappa. I know he doesn't like Zappa, but I did one. I got that one was for you, Frank. I did it, Frank. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Andy from Birmingham. How are you? I am just lovely tonight. Thanks. Uh, I've got a Dolly Parton anecdote from the time I saw her. Let's hear it. All right. So the concert starts. The band sounds great. And it's the first song of the night, right? She's midway through the first verse, and you hear her just sort of hit up, and she starts coughing into the microphone and waves to the band, stop, stop. And Dolly walks up to the microphone, and she says, y'all, I think a dang old fly just flew down my throat. Yeah, I swallowed a fly. And the third one laughs, and she tells the band to start over, and they do the whole thing again. It was really good. And uh, also, she had a tiny guitar, which liked the saxophone. Find these things she does. Now, was his phone cutting in and out? Why is that his phone, guys? Pat, anyone? No, it's it's on his end, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the story. Sure. Sorry. Best show. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I've got a uh, never in my lifetime. What do you got? All right, never in my lifetime will the Cubs win the World Series. I'm calling it. You're calling it. The Cubs are like super hot, right? Who cares? They're not going to win it. There's no way. The GOAT will never forgive them. Even though they got that dude who looks like Barry from Storage Wars coaching them? Doesn't matter. Storage Wars can't be the GOAT. You don't think that he can summon any Storage Wars magic? Uh, maybe the guy who owned the goat that they wouldn't let in the stadium owns a storage unit somewhere, and that would unlock the secrets. But other than that, I see no plot line. So never in your lifetime will you ever see the Cubs win no. the World Series? No way. All right. Well, we'll unless find they, out. Unless, can I put a condition on this? All right. If what? they ever demolish Wrigley, mm-hmm. I predict that they'll win the World Series. Oh, if I only think Wrigley Adam, is the curse. Oh, if Adam Ru- heard that, Adam from Adam ruins everything. Oh, he'd debunk you big time. He would be upset. Yeah, stadiums don't have magic powers. <laughs> All right. Thanks. For the, the well, we'll find out. We'll find out in October, buddy. I'm being told to go to the hotline that we have another... True TV superstar is checking in. (laughs) To whom am I speaking? Hey, it's Brooke Van Poplin. Oh, my God, from Hack My Life, my favorite show. Superstar. Right? (laughs) I think that's my favorite show on the whole channel. Oh, you were just going to say that to whoever called in. No, I wasn't. If Carbonaro called in, I wouldn't tell him it was my favorite. Oh, that's a really good one. All right. But, but it's not um, the, my favorite one. You do uh, all the fun things with Kevin, and then you're blowing up air mattresses and uh, 
I know. It's, it's a really glamorous life. It's definitely where I saw my career going. Well, it's fine. Look, you're, <laughs> you're hosting a thing and you're funny on it. That's good. I know. It's, it's such a great job. And then you do, uh, you made a cake out of ice cream sandwiches. And then I was like, boy, I wish I could make that cake. I was even uh, too lazy well, to make wait. that cake. Really? I was going to say, what's stopping you? I think you can get all those ingredients at a dollar store. But I'm just like, oh, now i got to go to a dollar store. <laughs> now I'm just so like, what? and I'll just go to Sonic instead. No, that's fair. Fair enough, you know? Yeah. So what we're doing is we're th- we throw out a thing that if uh, we get true TV people to call, and I'm drawing, we're pl- I have like a series of numbers written on a piece pieces of paper from 1 to 250, not 250, okay. different ones, and we're drawing to see each amount. Those are dollar amounts, and we'll see where okay. we end up, and then the money goes to an animal shelter. Oh, so, I love New Jersey has a lot of great shelters. It sure does. I got a dog from one, and it was the best experience ever. Oh, what kind of dog do you have? Well, I don't anymore. She She's not with oh. us anymore, but she was the best. Her name was Dogmo. She was half pit bull, half who knows what. Same with mine. My my girl is, uh, I rescued her in Brooklyn, and she's a pit lab dachshund. So she's like a big dog that got chopped off at the knees. Wow. Half dachshund <laughs> and half pit bull? Pit lab and dachshund, yeah. Oh, my goodness. She's well, real cute. What's your dog's name? That's Winnie. Well... Brooke Van Poplin, $150 is going to go. We did $150. Yay! And it will be in honor of your dog. Thank you. Oh, that's really exciting. So, I'm so glad I bothered to look at Twitter tonight. I'm, yes. I'm not a big tweeter. It was so. good. It all worked out. Look, your show's so it good. It did is, work out. Is your, your show's coming back, right? Yeah, we'll be back um, in early November. We oh. start shooting again in New York in a few weeks. Okay, that's awesome. Well, come back. You come on when you when you're promoting it and stuff. You know the show. Love to. Nobody knows. Absolutely. You don't know what this show is, but it's a some people of do. They do. Best show. I know Tom Sharpling. Give me a break. All right, I'll take it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, BVP. You're welcome. You're welcome. You have a great night. You too. I hope more people call in. Thank you. I'll uh, drop me a line, and we'll set. Uh, maybe you come by some night. I'd love that. That'd be really okay. fun. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks okay. for calling. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. See, it all worked out. How much money do we make tonight? Oh God. How much do I got to give out? One fifty, two fifty, two seventy-five, two eighty-five, two eighty-five. I'm giving out tonight to shelters. So if you guys want to, do you guys want to play something? Do you want to play like weird stuff? Can you do that? Yeah, we love playing weird stuff. Pat, they can just play. And am I hooked up? Can I make sure I'm loud? Like I want to be loud. I don't want to be drowned out by the rock band. Is that you? Oh, that, I'm gonna smash somebody. Oh, somebody's getting it. Mike, that's your, I'm pinning that on you. That's strike three, Mike, you're out. Take you and your shirts, 
you're gonna I want to see you walk down the turnpike jerk style, like uh, the jerk. Remember the jerk, Mike? Well, you're the new jerk, AP Mike, jerk two, port of call Bayonne. The jerk takes Bayonne. No, you're not a jerk. Mike's a cool dude. And if you want one of his uh, masses shirts, you go to apmike.bandcamp.com. Throw some money Mike's way, huh? Help a guy out for once. All right, the floor is yours. Sunshine and the rain. Mother chip control in readiness. Sonic assassins cleared for space flight. Countdown starting now. 30. Countdown started. All units prepare for activation. 25. Production androids activated. Now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. 20. Audience reception units activated. Now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated. Now. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, All units three, activated. Two, countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. Back to the song that got me going was Neil Young. He writes a song in 1968 called After the Gold Rush. And Dolly Parton, who's maybe an experiencer, wrote it. And if you look at the lyrics of the song, it says, we're treating the world like a gold rush. And when the gold is gone, it's going to become a ghost town. And the silver seeds 
flying saucers are going to come and they're going to take the chosen, which is what we call the experiencers. They're going to take the chosen ones to another planet. So if we don't learn the lesson here, we destroy the world, we're going to go learn our lesson somewhere else. So the aliens know that. It's not like they're going to come here and save us. They're just here giving us the warnings. And if we don't learn the lesson here, then we'll go through another reincarnation. Then we'll go someplace else. And we just keep doing it until we finally learn the lesson. They're just trying to give us the warnings.
what do you think of uh let me see a uh, uh, band like Dream Theater mm. not bad right yeah you hit like jazz what kind of genres you want to do you ever had any experience on the tour before do you know what, what it means to be a touring drummer
quiet, isn't it? I said. Called you a slave? Yeah. <laughs> More pizza, slave.
That was fun, right? It was a lot of fun. Did you have fun, Mike? Yeah, it was great. Did you freak out? Yeah, I Right? Because yeah. guess what, Mike? You know that candy you bit into? <laughs> you got dosed, sucker. You're on LSD right now, Mike. I wish I was. That was fun. Thank you for doing that. I'm sure people really were like, what was that? Right? Did you like that dude, Al? He left. Pat, was that all right? Thank you. Well, I want to thank... My friends, Sunshine and the Rain, for coming by. Ashley, thank you. And we would like to thank you for inviting us. Justin, thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm not going to just, I'm listening when people <laughs> say things. I don't just go, uh huh. Now what? Like I just wait for the silence and then I just start saying my next thought. Thank you for coming. Thanks so much for having us, really. We're such huge fans of the band. And people can get all the people should get the single before it's gone. That's true. I think the physical copies will probably be. Yeah, it's what three hundred. We press three hundred only, yeah. so it's very limited. Yeah, it's gonna be gone yeah. in like a minute now. Don't be stupid. <laughs> then you'll be like a record show. Like, would you take forty for it? <laughs> right now, it's it, it's at, at normal retail prices. Sunshine and the rain dot bandcamp dot com. Andy Kindler just said on Twitter, did some blotter during a pig pen solo. Brought me down. <laughs> right now Andy Kindler's gonna uh at, at the show's over, he'll put on some He he's a big fan of Donna and Keith. I know that. He likes this the seventy eight stuff. As does Mike. Mike's favorite era of the Grateful Dead is when Donna and Keith Gauchard ran the show. <laughs> do you guys like the Grateful Dead? No, right? Yes, no. If you do, it's okay. Mike no, likes them. No, I don't. I'll be perfectly honest. I, I'm not a fan. I, I don't yeah. mind the Warlocks. I, you know, the Warlocks is good, and then it was just. It's like, look, Sammy Hagar was good in Montrose, but then he sucked in Van Halen. Absolutely. Jerry Garcia was good in the Warlocks. He sucked in the Grateful Dead. It happens. Plus, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm not down with... Uh, I'm potting that down, because <laughs> that is a sound Potty. we don't need to hear. There's a microphone. Yeah, that's that's a new level of sound collage. Sorry. Um, Bobby Weir's uh, delivery, I'm not a fan of it. I feel like he... Uh... He has this like other motive when he's when he's doing his delivery. And again, I don't know. He's terrible. Much. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> You're right. He's terrible. And when um, when Garcia or Garcia, as Ganelli likes to refer to him, when Garcia screams like a little Mary during Scarl Bo- Begonia, that like drives me nuts at the end. So that there's all right. Uh, Look, the Warlocks are good. Let's just leave it at that. The Warlocks. We're that good. one song, right? <laughs> Can't let go. They got two good songs. Look, and they had Every Day's My Birthday. Where now that was a Cream Puff War. It's a good song, and that's it. You know, some even, bands don't get three good songs. That's enough. Exactly. But they made eight hundred other ones. Exactly. That's the problem. 
and you can't argue with them. I guess they had a very lucrative and successful career in a sense that they were able to create something and attract people that will follow them and follow them even though there's only like one or two members there. So you can't. Yeah, but people but follow. It's like if I was a fan of an aluminum siding company. <laughs> Cause just because they kept making a thing that succeeded. Absolutely. Good point. Well, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you very much. Ashley, thank you, Justin. So uh, I'll end the show. I'm going to end the show now. Should we do – is it going to be too late to do half-hour power? Should we do it next week? God, Mike is so gross how beaten down he is now that he got his shirt. He's in this post-shirt post-shirt. Uh, anything you want to do, Tom. Because he's got his he got his shirts, he sees those boxes of shirts. He's like Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> staring at a pile of money. Yeah, so a week from now it'll be back to back to business. What have you done for me lately? But right now, uh, thank you for the shirts. Thank you. And people can get the shirts at apmike.bandcamp.com. I want to thank everybody from True TV who called up. We had. Uh, who called up tonight? We had Adam Conover called up, and we had uh, uh, Brendan uh, Walsh called up. and Who else called? We had uh, Brooke Van Pomplin called. Um, Adam uh, Caton Holland called. That's it. Those four people called. So th- that money will get donated to an animal shelter, and uh, thank you. And I'm going to play something on the way out. Hmm. What was I going to play? Ramp, it's so slow, and I'm not sure what I'm doing. Yeah, we'll do half hour power. We'll pick it up in like ten minutes, right? Ten, ten or so minutes. People can call them for the best show post show two zero one three three two three four eight four two zero one dead hug to keep it with the Grateful Dead uh, the tradition going there. And uh, what should I play here? I'm going to play something by, I'll always play something by Destroyer. I love Destroyer so much. No, I'm going to play something by Danielson, my buddy and Danielson family. This is from the Ships album, one of my favorite albums from about 10 years ago. Holy moly, that album came out. This is uh, from Ships. Sounds familiar, label. The amazing Danielson family. It's uh, the 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 uh, it's cast cast it at the setting sale, and we'll be back next week on the best show. Stay tuned for the half hour power, uh, or not stay tuned. Call up for the half hour power, and it'll go live on the internet. Not live, it'll go up on Friday. Oh, come on.